Warning, this episode contains mentions of assault and strangulation, descriptions of stalking, suicide, knife and gun violence, murder, harassment, death threats, graphic descriptions of abuse, domestic violence, and other content that may not be suitable for some listeners. In the description of this episode are timestamps for each story, including their warnings for safe listening. Listener discretion is advised. I will turn your frown fully upside down when you take your very first bite. Don't, don't say that. Whatever you do, Every day. don't like fall asleep. So have no fear. Come and join me. Not all those who wonder. I can't believe you guys are at this lame party. They're coming to get you, Barbara. You're a pack of vultures at the feast. Nerves out, beaks bloody. It's heartening to see so many strange new faces here today. I do something. Oh, Stacy, please give me a break. Welcome to the Everyday Nightmares podcast. <laughs> Where we discuss the real and the not. And I'm Dead Sly. And I'm Tree Arbor. And this is Everyday Nightmares. And this is not a different podcast, it's Everyday Nightmares. Uh. Oh! <laughs> hey! We came to party! <laughs> I guess, I don't know. With that acid reflux. <laughs> Mm-mm, tasty. <laughs> tasty! I totally had, like, a story to tell or something to talk about, and I completely fucking forgot what it was. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna talk about things, but now I'm not, because I don't remember those things. I've been playing Animal Crossing a lot. (laughs) Having fun with the new update. (laughs) I haven't played- I've played Animal Crossing once. Kai plays it all the time, and I do not. Oh, because it's their island. Technically, they started yeah. the game first and everything. And I'm yeah, like, I'll play it sometimes, but like, it's so stupid that you can't have separate save files and have your own thing. It does kind of suck. It's always been that way to where, like, one person, like the first person to like get a house or whatever, basically ran everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It does kind of suck though that you can't just make your own. the fuck was that? It was my air pressure. Oh. That happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, it goes off every, like, ten minutes or something. Well, I mean, like, I'll hear it sometimes, and I always go, what the fuck was that? Oh. <laughs> Jacob says bless you to it all the time. <laughs> That's so funny. I know. Let's get it started and ha, let's get it started in here. I genuinely had something to talk about and I cannot think of it for the life of me. Is it turkeys? It's not. That was last week, Tree. It's been a whole week! <laughs> Have you heard us talk about turkeys for over an hour? Um, you should go back an episode and listen to that. And you'll get snoots. <laughs> Snoot it up um, in episode 43. 
and new name of the episode it's no longer turkey crimes it's called snooted up (laughs) and that won't make sense for anyone until a week later (laughs) so if you want to know what snoods is about go go listen to that episode if you just listen to it then you get it (laughs) i wheeze I forgot why, but I wheeze in that episode. <laughs> Go listen to me do that. Uh, do you have anything else to talk about? Have you uh, ever Black Friday shopped? I have. Yeah. Has anything weird happened when you did that? Not really. The, the line for Target was super long, so my mom and I went to Walmart and it was, like, empty. Which was weird. <laughs> that is weird. Got some new video games for super cheap, and my mom got a Blu-ray player, Well, because oh, we yeah. only had a DVD player. This was a very long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've technically never owned a Blu-ray player, aside from my PlayStation 3. That's fair. We accidentally bought a Blu-ray movie, and my mom was like, well, this is on sale, it's really cheap, let's just get this, so we don't have to return this movie. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. Happens. I think Um, we also lost the receipt. (laughs) I'm trying to think. I've done some Black Friday shopping. Not recently, of course. But, yeah, my, my family always gets together, you know, for, like, the Thursday holiday, and then there'll be stores open after dark. Like, at night, that night. And so my mom likes to just go on Thanksgiving. But it's like a family ritual for my mom to go shopping on Thanksgiving morning. Because that's when Myers starts their Black Friday deals, is on Thursday. And since it's Thanksgiving, there are never any shoppers. So my mom always goes shopping Thursday morning. Really? There aren't any shoppers Thursday mornings? There aren't any shoppers Thursday until you get into the evening because, well, I don't know how it'll be this year, of course. I don't know what it was like last year. But prior to COVID, yeah, stores like Ulta would open Thursday night. And so people would go eat dinner as a family and then go shopping. And Yeah, a so, lot of places opened at like midnight and shit, too. Yeah, yeah. Like 11, like 10 p.m. midnight kind of thing. Uh, the store that I used to work at opened at 7, and it was really cool because the department that I was in got absolutely no one coming in Thursday night. It was just not the thing that you come in for after Thanksgiving. So I always got to go home early. They, like, technically had to schedule someone in that department, so I would always stay for, like, half an hour and then get to go home. And it was great. Oh, I remembered what I was going to talk about. So, yesterday, I was eating veggie chips. Because that's just been my go-to snack lately. So I have them, like, on my lap while I'm at my computer doing research for the show. This research, actually. And Coco came over and just stuck her face into the bag of veggie chips. And she ended up eating one. Oh my god! She ate the whole chip. I was shocked. It was the weirdest thing, but anyway. What the fuck? And I was like, 
after she did that, I was like, um, can, can cats have veggie chips? Should I be worried or no? And apparently a lot of cats eat veggie chips and veggie straws. And they'll be okay if they have a few. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. The, the cats fuck? shouldn't eat a lot of chips because I think it's that they have a negative reaction to salt. Yeah. Yeah. So... Don't feed your cats chips, but if they accidentally eat a chip, it's okay. Just pay attention and make sure they aren't having symptoms. I had a cat that used to eat popcorn. Oh my gosh. He'd throw it for her and she'd, she'd eat. She would come over and beg. Oh, so funny. Also, something that is really good information for most pet owners to have that I don't think every pet owner has is if your animal eats something that's poisonous to them and there is a good chance they will not be alive after eating that thing, giving them hydrogen peroxide will make them throw it up. Can you give them hydrogen peroxide safely? They just throw it up. Damn. Yeah, that's will tell you to give them hydrogen peroxide. Damn. I don't yeah. remember what the vet told my mom to do. One time, Gracie got into the basement at s**t, and he had rat poison around and shit, and she ate some. So, she was on the phone with the vet, and then had to make her throw up and stuff. She's okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't remember. I feel like it was, like, salt or something. Oh. That makes sense. Probably not for cats. Gracie was a dog. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if you. I already forgot if you said that. So if I repeated I you, sorry. Oh, okay. I, I don't think I did. I was going to say, I don't think I you don't did, think though. I, did. I just said the name. Yeah. But um, yeah, I actually had a friend who dropped something and they were like contacting me because I've grown up in a family that just like takes in any injured animal and makes them better and then puts them back where they were. Or keeps them. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of my friends will come to me if something's wrong with their pet. And I was like, I have no idea. Like, take him to an emergency vet. And they ended up like someone's friend's mom was like a vet or like had experience. And she said hydrogen peroxide. Right. The unfortunate thing was that they found the thing that they thought the dog eat later. And the dog didn't eat it. No. Oh, the poor dog. I know. <laughs> But at least they made sure. Yeah. Better safe than sorry. It sucks that exactly. they had to make him throw out for nothing, but better to be safe. This is true. What a weird tangent that we just went on. Are you happy, buddy? <laughs> Are you a happy boy? The heater on? <laughs> he is so happy. He loves laying like in front of the heater. He like it. that. The look on his face when it blows on him, he's, his eyes are squinting. He looks. <laughs> yes. It's so funny. That is so Did cute. you see the picture I just sent you? Oh, no, I didn't look at it yet. <laughs> he is so cute. Yeah, he is. He's like, rub my tummy with your warm air. Your warm breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I am going to turn it off now, though. Okay. I'm sorry, I took your gear away. Please don't look at me like that. He's not happy. Aww. He's very confused, but still laying in the same position, but with a look of anger on his face. <laughs> so this week, we're talking about Black Friday crimes. That's why we were talking about Black Friday earlier. 
about that. Oh, I don't have a fortune. Me either. <laughs> Forgot about that. Again. <laughs> Spend your life doing strange things with weird people. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. And I go first. Are you ready to get started? Yeah. Mine's very sad. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mine's not. So I recall you telling me. That's very, <laughs> I'm very excited for it. So, my sources are abc7chicago.com that was released November 2014. I used also newsuchicago.edu 2014 by Mary Abowd. Chicago.cbslocal.com, that article was released in November of 2017, and Chicago released December 2014, and that one was written by Jeremy Garner. And today I am talking about the death of Nadia Izaldin. On the evening of Friday, November 28th, 2014, Nadia began her shift at Nordstrom, located in River Chicago North, Chicago, Illinois, where she had just begun work as a seasonal employee. It was her 22nd birthday, and Nadia's family planned a surprise party that was going to take place after her Black Friday shift. But at 8.30pm, Marcus D. located Nadia Isoldin on the second floor of the River North Nordstrom. The two spoke briefly, and when Nadia turned to walk away, Dee shot her in the head with the store full of holiday shoppers scrambling for cover. Dee then immediately completed suicide in the store and was pronounced dead on the scene. Oh my god. Yeah. Nadia had ended her relationship with Marcus Dee several months prior to the murder, and he had been stalking and harassing her since. After she ended the 16-month relationship, she opened up to friends and family about the abuse she endured from Dee. A week before the shooting, Dee physically assaulted one of Nadia's male friends. So the abuse and harassment extended to Nadia's loved ones. Dee made threatening calls to her father and siblings. Her family said that Nadia changed her number three times. Relatives oh said God. that Nadia was hesitant to report the abuse and harassment in part because Dee's parents were Chicago police officers. So, court records show that Dee was actually the first to seek a no-contact order in domestic violence court against Nadia's sister, claiming she was stalking and threatening, quote, to have her brother kill me, unquote. A transcript of that hearing shows that Judge Cynthia Ramirez quickly dismissed the case, telling Dee that he had alleged a single incident and, under the law, needed to prove a pattern of stalking. A day later, Naga Zaldin filed a petition on her sister's behalf, alleging that three days earlier Dee had smashed her sister's iPhone and then spit in her own face and threatened to kill her. Weeks before this, Nadia had her jaw fractured. Naga Azeldin oh went to Cook County Domestic Violence Court in a bid to obtain an order of protection against the ex-boyfriend responsible for the injuries. Quote, he physically abused my sister, cracked her ribs, punched her jaw and fractured it, ripped all her clothing, stabbed her jacket with a switch knife, ripped her boots, and bruised her lip. He threw her clothes out of the window and put a gun in her mouth, unquote. Naga oh wrote by God. hand. Yeah. 
This is a transcript from the court. This is the judge speaking. She's 21. Is there something wrong with her? Asked Moreland, who was appointed to the bench in September of 2010 after a 14-year career as an assistant state's attorney. This is Naga. Yeah, she's being threatened by her ex-boyfriend, Naga said. This is the judge. Okay, is there something that's physically barring her from coming to court? Naga. No, just she's receiving threats from him. Judge. Okay, not my question. The first question I need to get before I can ask what's going on with her is why is she not here? Naga. She's scared to come here. Judge. Okay, you can't do it for her. Your petition's dismissed. While there's no guarantee an order of protection would have made a difference, the transcript of the brief hearing offers a chilling look at an opportunity missed. It turns out the Isaldine family was not the first to seek court protection from D. Another ex-girlfriend had had unsuccessfully sought an order of protection in Cook County in 2007 after suspecting D had broken into her garden apartment and stolen a safe containing $1,600 in cash. I know. The woman who asked not to be identified for fear of backlash from Dee's friends said he had never been violent with her in their three-month relationship, but said that he used subtle ways to make threats against people close to her with words to the effect of, I know where he lives. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Nadia, after being shot in the head, was rushed to the Northwestern Memorial Hospital and passed away Saturday night. November 29th, 2014. Nordstrom released a statement after receiving the news of Nadia's passing, saying, quote, We are deeply saddened to learn that our employee who was injured in Friday's evening tragedy passed away this afternoon. Our thoughts and prayers are with her family and friends, unquote. That's so sad. The store closed after the event on Friday and remained closed that Saturday, but resumed regular hours on Sunday and had grief counselors on site for their employees. Nadia was a fourth-year college student at the University of Chicago, and that fall she was majoring in English language and literature. She is remembered by her classmates as being a caring young woman who showed her kindness on others. Nope. Who showered kindness on others. Nadia would tutor neighborhood children, and friends described her as having a sense of ebullience. I should look up how to say this. <laughs> I've never seen this word before. Well, you're using it now, so. <laughs> right? I was like, I'll look it up when, it, when the time comes. Ebullience, I think is how I said it. The quality of lively or enthusiastic expression of thoughts or feelings that would fill the room. She was always ready for an impression. <laughs> I knew the way I did that would make you laugh, but I didn't think you were going to yawn laugh. Sure did do that. <laughs> Thank you. She always she was always ready for an impromptu snowball fight or an adventure around the campus. I like the way you said snowball. How did I say it? Snowball. Snowball. <laughs> Snowball. Snowball, but. <laughs> Quote, Nadia had a way to make people feel special and feel loved. When he makes someone feel special and loved, they learn to love themselves a lot more. Unquote. 
said Emily Yuan. Her family said that she had an ability to view people as the best versions of themselves. They also noted that one of Nadia's big decisions when she enrolled in the college in 2009 was choosing between studying science or the humanities. She decided that she eventually wanted to pursue social justice and law. Social. 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 In a statement provided to the university, Nadia's family thanked the University of Chicago community for honoring her memory, saying it was a reminder of why she loved her experience as a student at the University of Chicago so much, along with the considerable impact her friends and faculty members had on her time there. Quote, she had a thought... (laughs) She had a what? (laughs) She had a thought... (laughs) <laughs> a fountain for thoughts <laughs> what kind of thoughts you decide <laughs> choose your own adventure <laughs> quote she had a thoughtfulness that was unmatched She was innately perceptive of the people around her and made you feel safe and at home in her presence, unquote, said Rachel Silver, a close friend and classmate of Nadia's. Quote, this is heart-rending news and we extend our deepest sympathies to her family and friends. Nadia and her whole family will be in the thoughts of many of us during this time. And that was a quote from Karen Warren Coleman, the vice president for Campus Life and Student Services. Nadia Isaldin's first year roommate, Meher, I know I said that wrong, Karen or possibly Chiron, it's spelled K-A-I-R-O-N, Kai, and then Ron, you know. It could be Caron. could be Caron. 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 But Meher, who came to Chicago from India, remembers how Nadia welcomed her. Quote, she made our little room in Max Palevsky residence hall feel like a home away from home. She was always ready with a smile, a story, and some sass. She refused to let me feel homesick, end quote. Meher said Nadia once stayed up with her late into the night to bake an elaborate cake for someone, quote, just because she wanted to make them feel special, end quote. Aww. I know, she sounds... Very sweet. Yeah. Nadia's family said that this was not a rare gesture. Nothing that when they spoke with her late at night, she was often busy proofreading essays and papers for her friends and family members. Her family recalls pleading with her to stop so that she could get some sleep for herself. She would, like, lose sleep to make sure that people's essays sounded okay. Mm. Like, she was so sweet. This is really sad. This is very sad. I'm really, really glad, though, that the college posted about this and her family had quotes. I'm so glad that I could find all of this about her, though. Yeah. This is not... It does not happen often. This is kind of rare, actually. So this made me very happy. That's a silver lining in it being super sad. Yeah. Quote, Nadia was an incredibly inspiring, intelligent sister of mine. She was very near and dear to all of us. I remember the reaction from my sisters from my parents, and it was a very tragic night, said her brother Harib. 
November 29th, 2017, the third anniversary of Nadia's passing, Harib, a physician, is joining forces with Center for Domestic Violence Policy to raise awareness about the abusers who come to the workplace. Quote, when you break up with someone, you may move out of the shared residence, so they don't know where you live anymore, but they know one thing about you, where you work, unquote, said Pam Paziotopoulos, is how that looks, who is the founder of the national organization. Harib and Pam held a fundraiser to raise money for domestic violence awareness in honor of Nadia, who her brother says is someone, quote, I hope to exemplify in a lot of ways and something that I hopefully learn from and carry on in my own life, unquote. The Isaldine family held a private funeral service for Nadia. And to close out, I have two more quotes from her family. Words cannot describe the type of person Nadia was in our memory. She was selfless in nearly every sense of the word. We hope that her example is one that is shared and remembered, and that those who have listened to her story are spurred to achieve closer connections with family and closest friends than ever before, unquote. And that is the death of Nadia Azaldin. It's so fucked up. Yeah, it is. God. Uh, you know, mine is, um, I don't even know how the fuck I'm supposed to tell mine after you told that one. Honestly, I was kind of thinking that. I was like, how is this episode... It's gonna be so all over the place, and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Kenny's yelling. Aw, Kenny. Very progress, sir. Is he going to speak into the microphone? Probably not, but we can try. You can purr. I can hear it. <laughs> Got something to say? He rubbed his head against the mic after I asked him that. Gimli can hear it through my headphones. Every oh. time the purrs are really loud, he goes and looks oh. at me. That is so cute. <laughs> can you see him headbutting my mic right now? I can't because I am in the way. <laughs> Can I move my box? No. I, I think so. Most it's places can me. do that. Oh, I can take it away completely. There oh, we go. Cool. Now I can see him headbutting the mic. Well, now he's like side-butting it. Yeah. Kenny, come back and purr into the microphone so my cat can hear it. Come here, buddy. What you doing? Do I hear do I hear Blinky? Blinky boy. Blinky boy. Are you needing? Making bread. It's making bready biscuits. Why is your camera the gay filter? Because I found out I could do this. <laughs> Did you not know you could put filters on? I just, I don't know. I never thought about it. I don't do this often. And so I... I found it by accident, and now here we are. I am the rainbow. 
I am the rainbow. <laughs> Scottles. <laughs> Scottles. I am the rainbow. <laughs> Scottles. Bizarrelas. Are you ready for mine? Yes. Are we ready to to go into this crazy story? I believe we are. Yeah. All right. Uh, are we are we ready for this? Uh, my sources are bc.ct6news.ca by and the article was by Kendra uh, Man Mancione or something like that. I, All right. I, it's very I don't know how to say your last name, Kendra. I'm so sorry. Where are you? Where are you? Um, <laughs> also, the link that you sent me, the Black Friday death count.com. Yeah. Did Which is also where sources? I got mine, but I forgot to write it down, so I'm glad you mentioned it. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, let's see. I'm going to skip through the title of it, because that's going to give the whole thing away. Okay. On November 25th, 2016, a shoe sale at a Granville Street store had to be called off when a member of the crowd gathered had gotten violent. The Adidas store was releasing a rare shoe for a Black Friday sale event. People began to wait in line at the doors, excited for the new shoe. But everything changed when the crowd attacked. <laughs> I forgot I did that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my god. That was great. <laughs> Several people began to get violent, fighting in the street. One man, who was shirtless, started using his belt as a whip. Okay, I'm sorry. And in an incident which someone caught on their cell phone camera. Jesus. In video, you see several people on both sides of the street shouting and holding their phones. And around the shirtless man, there are a few men ducking as he whips his belt about. Dude, what the fuck? Quote, he was running around with his belt, swinging it at people, and then out of nowhere, some guy came... Yeah, and out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere, some guy came behind and just started choking him. And what? Quote, oh my god! Said a teen who had witnessed the altercation. Another person has said his friend's brother went to the hospital because of the violence and had to have a wound stapled shut. Oh my god. The sale had been cancelled and the police had been called. Officers arrested the shirtless man, but no other details had been released. The shoes were raffled off on Saturday instead. Jesus Christ. That is absolutely absurd. This guy was shirtless and had his belt off and was just whipping it. Yeah, what the heck? Like, yeah. for what? You don't even sound like you want the shoes at that point. You're just trying to be a nuisance. 
I don't know, man. I don't know what led up to that, but that guy got to that point somehow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Also, this article didn't have the date of the incident because it was probably released in 2016 after Black Friday occurred. So I had to do math. Oh, I hate that when it's like last Tuesday. And then it's like, well, when the fuck was that, Pam? Making me go Google. Well, they had the July 2018 calendar. (laughs) They had, um,. They had the, like, the day the article was, like, released, so I had to, like, figure out what Thursday that was. Yeah, instead of doing math, I just Google the calendar for that month of year. Not Thursday. My bad. Oops. So hopefully I did get the date right and didn't think for some reason it should be Thursday, but I'm pretty sure they said Sunday. Okay. For the article. I don't know. Maybe I'm stupid. (laughs) Let's get a poll going. Maybe you did math wrong. It's fine. Maybe I'm just stupid. (laughs) Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Maybe it's lack of sleep. (laughs) Yeah, that too. Disclaimer. My headphones came out and this stopped recording, so the only snoot you will hear is from Dan. I'm so sorry you only hear half of the Evanescence snood. It is completely my fault, and I apologize with all of my heart. Good night. Good morning. Happy birthday. And don't forget to bedazzle your snood with the latest fashion at Bazaar, loves. And um, also don't take your shirt off and wave your belt around this Black Friday. <laughs> Hashtag don't let Snood die. (laughs) Oh my god. It's gonna say show me your Snood and it's just gonna be a disembodied Snood. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to make some sketches later of this. (laughs) Yes. I am serious, I want Snood. What? Yeah! Oh god, that's... Okay, maybe. (laughs) Make it into an alive thing. I sure think, Tree. (laughs) You, You got it. Okay, well... I don't, but thank you. And thank you, Stacy, for listening. An inanimate object? Personify? Personification? (laughs) is personify even a word or is it personification how can you sit down by us like open doors snood me up (laughs) can't snood up (laughs) save me <laughs> save me from the snood ah. that was perfect thank you so much <laughs> okay now 
Palestinians can't die. I'm just saying it's we've done it too much now. This is fantastic. Do you know how much I love this right now? So much. It's for mating, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Uh, good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Thanks for giving watching. us your ear holes once again. <laughs> it's the outro. <laughs> outro. It's the outro. It's the outro, you guys. You made it to the end of the episode. So proud of you. Thank you for listening. It is the outro. Now Thanks you so get much. to listen to all of this. Thanks for listening to Everyday Nightmares. If there was anything in this episode that may have triggered you, first of all, we apologize. Second of all, we would love it if you would inform us of what triggered you specifically so that we may provide a warning for it in future episodes in order to keep you safe from any harm that could come to you via listening to this podcast. If you have corrections, questions, or additions, please let us know. And if you have stories of your own, you can email us at everydaynightmarespodcast at gmail.com. Please include your pronouns, and if you would like to have your name read on air in our mini-sodes, please sign your name at the bottom. You can follow us on Twitter at EDNightmares, TikTok at EverydayNightmares, and Instagram at EverydayNightmaresPodcast. If you like the podcast, don't forget to like, rate, review, comment, subscribe, or follow wherever you are listening, and punch that bell right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> It is the best way to spread the word. Everyday Nightmares is an independent podcast. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon or Kofi. You can get access to bonus episodes, bloopers, and even have the opportunity to pick your own episode topic and or case. Thanks for listening. <laughs>